Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of our Blimey Cast. This is another speaking practice episode and that is exactly what you need to master your abilities to take the speaking part of the IELTS test because you probably have heard me saying at least once that knowledge is the key but practicing is what opens the door so if you are just studying, you are receiving knowledge, you are receiving information, and that is important indeed. But if you don't practice it, the door will remain closed. So if I were you, I would practice as much as I could. So let's kick off with this. You're listening to Blimey Cast. For more information, check my Instagram profile, Blimey English. And welcome back to Blamey English. Today we are going to have another speaking practice. This is going to be our seventh speaking practice. Let me tell you something first. This is your opportunity to practice your skills to take the test. I know that you probably know that you need to do what needs to be done. My question for you today is, are you doing it? Are you doing it? Are you doing what needs to be done? If not, there's always a chance to start. If you do, congratulations. Let's keep up with the good work. So today, you know how it works, right? I'm going to give you advanced words and related expressions. And then we are going to start with the questions because that is your opportunity to practice your skills and your abilities as if you were taking the test. And I'm going to be your examiner today, okay? So let's keep up. So let's start with this one. And today we're going to talk about help, okay? The first related vocabulary I've got to you here is this, felicitous, felicitous. And that means suitable or right and expressing well the intended thought or feeling. Felicitous means suitable or right and expressing the intended thought or feeling. I'll give you two examples. The first one is, he summed up his achievements in one or two felicitous phrases. He summed up his achievements in one or two felicitous phrases. Now, the second example is, that was quite a felicitous remark. That was quite a felicitous remark. Let's go see the next one. This next one is infelicitous. Infelicitous is the opposite. Infelicitous means not suitable for the occasion. For example, give you two examples. Oh mate, that was an infelicitous time for you to say that. Oh mate. That was an infelicitous time for you to say that. And the example two, he had the infelicitous idea to open the door so soon. He had the infelicitous idea to open the door so soon. Let's go see the next one. Befitting. Befitting. This means suitable or right for someone or for something. I will give you two examples here. The first one is... They were greeted with befitting courtesy. They were greeted with befitting courtesies. 
courtesy. This means that they deserved that courtesy. Okay. Example two: Good policemen in Brazil don't always receive the befitting respect. Good policemen in Brazil don't always receive the befitting respect. Let's go see the next one. There's no accounting for taste. There's no accounting for taste. This is a saying. A saying is something or a phrase or an expression that we usually say to refer to a situation, right? Something that we habitually say that reminds a situation or that represents a situation. And there's no accounting for taste is a saying that we say when it's difficult to explain why different people like different things, especially things that you don't like. I'll repeat that for you. There's no accounting for taste is a saying said when it's difficult to explain why different people like different things, especially things that you don't like. I will give you two examples. The first one is, well, We've been trying to help him stop listening to trash music, but you know, there's no accounting for taste. Well, we've been trying to help him stop listening to trash music, but you know, there's no accounting for taste. And the example two, if you like it, buy it. There's no accounting for taste. If you like it, buy it. There's no accounting for taste. Let's go see another one. A good turn. A good turn. This is an action that helps someone. I will give you two examples. You did me a good turn warning me that she was going to be there. You did me a good turn warning me that she was going to be there. And the example two. I got the flight at the last minute. There was a good turn. I got the flight at the last minute. There was a good turn. Let's go see the next one. This is the opposite, a bad turn, an action that harms or makes something more difficult to someone. Okay. Example one. Oh, you shouldn't have done it. That is a bad turn now. Oh, you shouldn't have done it. That is a bad turn now. Example two. I was not expecting that. That's a bad turn. I was not expecting that. That is a bad turn. Let's go see the next one. A bet. A bet. This means to help or encourage someone to do something wrong or illegal. To a bet means to help or to encourage someone to do something wrong or illegal. I will give you two examples. His accountant had aided and abetted him in the fraud. His accountant had aided and abetted him in the fraud. And the example two, I said she couldn't do it, but her father aids and abets her. I said she couldn't do it, but her father aids and abets her. So aid and abet is another common expression that means that someone is encouraging you to do something, right? Let's go see the next one. To be of service. To be of service. To be of service means to be useful to be useful to someone in a specific task that they're trying to do. I will give you two examples. I'm very happy to be of service. I'm very happy to be of service. And the example two. Thanks. You were of great service. 
thanks you were of great service let's go see the next one this is a synonym of the previous one and it means i'm sorry and it is to be of help to be of help if you are of help it means that you are of service that means that you are useful for someone i will give you two examples the first one is that's all right i like to be of help that's all right i like to be of help and the example two you are of great help here you are of great help here let's go see the next one carry somebody through carry somebody through this means to help someone be able to deal with a difficult situation to carry somebody through means to help someone be able to deal with a difficult situation i'll give you two examples the soldier's courage carried them through the soldier's courage carried them through and the example two you carried me through that remember you carried me through that remember let's go see the next one body job body job means something that is done very poorly or very bad i will give you two examples look at this mess it's a body job this cleaning of yours look at this mess it's a body job this cleaning of yours and the example two you said you were going to fix the table but you just did a right body job you said you're going to fix the table but you just did a right body job all right now we are going to see some advanced words and the first advanced word i've got to you is this one here delegitimize delegitimize mind the spelling because this is the british spelling and american spelling would be with the z right so delegitimize means to make something seem not valid or not acceptable if you're trying to delegitimize something you're trying to make it seem not valid or not acceptable and i will give you two examples the first one is she was trying to delegitimize my statement before the boss she was trying to delegitimize my statement before the boss example to you he raged against the news media to delegitimize critical stories he raged against the news media to delegitimize critical stories let's go see the next advanced word this here in fact is an expression and it means to be and it says to be your last resort to be your last resort means to be the only person or thing that might be able to help you when every other person or possibility has failed i'll repeat that for you to be the only person or the only thing that might be able to help you when every other person or possibility has failed i'll give you two examples the first one is you have to help me you're my last resort you have to help me you're my last resort and the example two i'm so thankful you were my last resort i'm so thankful you were my last resort the next advanced word collaborate collaborate 
This means to work with someone else for a special purpose. To collaborate means to work with someone else for a special purpose. I will give you two examples. The first one is two writers collaborated on the script for the film. Two writers collaborated on the script for the film. The example two, the British and Italian police collaborated in catching the terrorists. The British and Italian police collaborated in catching the terrorists. Let's go see the next advanced word. This one might be tricky because how would you read that one? How would you say that one? Minute. Indeed, that word has two pronunciations. The first one is minute, which is the amount of time, right? Two minutes, one minute. But this can also be an advanced word for something extremely small. And in this case, we say minute, minute. And I will give you two examples. The first one is a minute quantity of sugar. A minute quantity of sugar. And the example two, the documentary showed an eye operation in minute detail, meaning showing every small detail. I'll repeat that for you. The documentary showed an eye operation in minute detail. Let's go see the next advanced word, moderate, moderate. This means average in size or amount and not too much or not extreme. I will give you two examples. The cabin is of moderate size, just right for a small family. The cabin is of moderate size, just right for a small family. And the example two, He's a moderate drinker. He's a moderate drinker. Let's go see the next advanced word. Mediocre. Mediocre. And this means not very good, not very bad. It's something dull, something not special. Not very good, not very bad. I will give you two examples. The first one is the film's plot is predictable and the acting is mediocre. The film's plot is predictable and the acting is mediocre. And the example two, parents don't want their children going to mediocre school. Parents don't want their children going to mediocre school. All right, all right. That would be what we've got today for the expressions and advanced words. Now, we are going to enter into the questions part. Let me just quickly explain how the IELTS test works for those of you who don't know how or for those of you who have not taken the IELTS test before. So the IELTS test is divided in three parts, part one, two and three. In part one, you are going to answer questions that are quite basic, quite easy actually. Questions about yourself right? There might be four, five, sometimes a bit more, sometimes a bit less, okay? Then we're going to move to part two. In part two, you're going to be given a cue card or a task card, which is a piece of paper with, some, with one question and some topics for you to talk about for up to two minutes. But you will have one minute first to prepare and take your notes. You will be given a pencil or a pen 
to take your notes. Then, after that one minute, you will be required to stop taking your notes and start talking for up to two minutes. Your examiner will interrupt you when the time's up, okay? Then, in part three, you are going to discuss some more complex and abstract questions, but still related to part two question, okay? That, that would be the top of difficulty in the test, in my opinion, because there, in part three, is when most of candidates struggle to give a better answer, because now the questions are more complex and abstract. Then you need to go deeper into the question. You need to know what you're doing, okay? Let's start then. I will start with part one questions. I will give you time to answer okay i will wait for you to answer of course i cannot give you my feedback here because i'm not listening to you but i will wait some seconds some reasonable time for you to answer the questions okay all right let's start with this one are you a patient person And have you ever lost patience? When do you need patience the most? When you were younger, were you patient? And how do you feel about people who weren't patient. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Now we are going to have part two. First, I will give you the question, I will leave it here on the screen for you, and you will have one minute to prepare and take your notes. So if you don't have a pencil with you and a piece of paper, go grab them. I will wait. Just pause the video. <laughs> All right. Are you back? Good. Very good. Then I will give you the question, I will read the question with you, then I will give you one minute to prepare. When time's up, I will require you to stop taking your notes and then start talking for up to two minutes. I will tell you when time's up. Okay? Good. 
So let me just get my stopwatch here. All right. So the question is, describe one time someone said good words about something you have done. You should say, when this happened, what did you do? What did this person say? And explain how you felt about it. You have one minute to prepare starting now. All right, time's up. You can stop taking your notes and could you please start talking? Thank you. You may stop. All right. All right. Now we are going to part three and we are going to discuss some questions to some extent still related to part two. Okay. The first question I've got to you is 
Do people in your country like to give other people compliments? And do you think children need encouragement? And is it necessary to punish children? Mm -hmm. And do adults need feedback on their work? And which one do you think is more important, encouragement or punishment? Mm -hmm. Let's consider why people help each other. What advantages do you see about helping people?
And do you think people used to be more helpful than they are today? And is a busy life a barrier to help people? Okay, okay, thank you. That is the end of our mock test. How was it? Was it hard? Was it easy? What do you think? So my students will be able to use and apply the techniques I teach, right? The techniques designed, specifically designed for each part of the test, but that's something that you only learn if you are one of my students already. If you're not, then consider becoming one. And if you liked this content, please subscribe to my YouTube channel or simply follow Blimey English on Instagram and Facebook. If listening is your cup of tea, you can listen to the Blimey cast, which is a podcast that I made to help people who cannot watch the videos because they don't have time or because they don't like it. But the thing is, BlimeyCast is an excellent, an excellent podcast for you to practice your listening abilities as well. This is time for me to go now, and I see you in the next videos. Cheers! Thanks for listening. For more content, check my Instagram profile, Blimey English.